series, all right? A weird series with weird umpires, weird bounces. Heck, they even played it in a weird place in a weird state. So I just, just, just get things straight tonight, all right? Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. Couldn't resist the Florida shot. Sorry. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or ice hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins in the same place that you found this. Rays 3, Pirates 2, that's a Tampa Bay sweep. All three of those games were they were disappointing, legitimately. Before I get into any of the, the weird stuff, they were disappointing from the standpoint that the Pirates really couldn't convert offensively anywhere near where they would need to against an ordinary opponent, much less the one that's far and away the best in Major League Baseball. And there aren't excuses to be had for that. There aren't excuses to be had for the lousy defense over the first couple of games. And yeah, that's about it. (laughs) That's about it. Because when you look at the game that was played yesterday, it was exactly what I had told you on yesterday's show that I'd hoped to see which was that there'd be a nice bounce back, that they'd play a good, smooth, clean game, that they wouldn't look like they didn't belong on the same surface as the Rays. And and they did all that. They did all that even despite Vince Velasquez having to leave early with an elbow issue, which I'll get to in a bit. And then they just got completely hosed by the worst umpiring crew I've seen in, in covering the majors for a long time. Uh, in many years, okay, I, I just haven't seen something that openly unprofessional, that that visibly and flagrantly one-sided. Look, if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you'll know that I always go to bat for umpires and referees, first and foremost. They are unfairly maligned beyond belief in every sport. And the worst part, the one thing that I never want to hear from anybody is that, well, they were just picking on our team. That actually happened. That actually happened in this series. The umpires showed, and I do mean showed, an evident dislike for the Pirates' people yelling at them, motioning to them. And then what ends up happening They strike out seven times. Five of those were looking, and four of those five were out of the zone. I mean, what are you doing? You know, you're not even you're not even trying. You're not even trying. Listen to Connor Joe, one of those hitters uh, who got hosed. This was him afterward when he was asked how he felt about it. Um, Yeah, I'm frustrated. Um, You know, like in the. Box, right? I've been talking about executing plans, and you know, I feel like when we do a good job and execute our plan and stay to what we're trying to do to a pitcher, and uh, he gets rewarded for that. Um, it's frustrating, right? Like, not just calls against me uh, the whole day against everyone on our team. Um, that's not the reason we lost, it's just frustrating. Yeah, I like that overall. He says, you know, this isn't the reason that we lost, but it's frustrating. 
the Pirates have a certain way that they go about attacking other teams' pitchers. And part of their game plan is invariably to try to wear the other team's pitchers down and to make sure that they hit only their pitch. So when they go up there and do the right thing, and they have good intelligent at-bats, and they still get rung up because the ump's in a foul mood, that's not right. And I'm sure it was way, way, way more than just frustrating. But here's the deal. It's over with. And if you want something, anything, to brighten your morning, if you weren't paying attention to any baseball the rest of the day anywhere else, every other team in the Central lost, except the Reds, who didn't play. So the Pirates actually lost no ground. In fact, over the entire series, they lost no ground. Brewers have lost a bunch in a row. Cubs have lost a bunch in a row. So what they can do beginning tonight here in Pittsburgh at PNC Park against the Blue Jays is just say, you know what? That happened. We'll learn from it. Hopefully we made some kind of point to show some pride in standing up to those umpires and letting them know that we're not here to get kicked around anymore. We're in this thing just as much as Tampa Bay was in that series, and we didn't deserve to have umpires falling asleep while the pitch clock wasn't running. We didn't deserve to have umpires getting vindictive with us. No other team that's in any form of contention would stand for that, and we wouldn't either. Okay, great, wonderful, over and done with. The Blue Jays also are good. The Blue Jays also are an AL East opponent. Go get the job done. No excuses, no regrets. And by the way, regardless of the degree to which Velasquez is hurt, no fussing over that either, because that's just baseball. That's just how it goes. Now, Vinny did say after the game that he's optimistic. That's his word, not mine. He saw the move to let the team know that he felt the discomfort as precautionary. That's also the same word that Derek Shelton would use. And that at least sounds encouraging. It's not like he had some sort of great big pop out there. You know what it looks like whenever a pitcher knows. So here's hoping that it's something that won't involve surgery, that maybe he can just kind of you know, ice it down and relax for a bit. We're not going to know the results of that for a couple days. Can promise you that. But even if he just misses a turn or two or three or whatever it is, got to just keep moving. Just like after the O'Neill Cruz injury. These were the toughest, hardest losses of the season. No question. This is the only meaningful losing streak that they've had all season. Now it's four in a row. But all of that, just, just, Transport yourself in time to about 10 p.m. tonight after the Pirates have a really nice, thorough victory over the Blue Jays and ask yourself how much you'll still be feeling the angst over this past series or anything else related to it. That's the way this has to go. They were never going to play 700 ball for six months, okay? When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and 
you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door, your car, your bike, your computer, your gun. Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit ProjectChildSafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Today's J1Q comes from Alan, and he is not the only one to send this particular subject in. Alan asks, DK, how much of what happened in Tampa is related to that sham of a ballpark? Even the best fielders struggle with the roof and the turf and that abomination of a stadium. I attended a game there once, and it was probably the worst experience I've had as a fan, right up there with having to sit among Bengals fans at a Steelers game in Cincinnati. Well, you don't have to worry about sitting among too many fans when you go to that place in St. Petersburg. Uh, it's horrific from the outside, and it's dark and dreary on the inside. And I have had players describe for me that that roof, ironically, and you did see the Pirates obviously lose a pop-up in the opening game of the series, ironically, is actually better for fielders than certain other indoor venues in which they've played because it's it's dirty. And because it's dirty, the white baseball will actually, but listen to what I'm saying, right? Uh, we saw a couple of ground balls jump up and hit people. Uh, it is what it is, man. We saw a base hit that the Rays had that bounded 75 feet over Brian Hayes' head. It's a different place. Uh, when I was growing up, turf stadiums accounted for more than half of all of them. And the weirdness that people would talk about would be when they played on grass. Well, now it's the other way around. This is the last one. And being the last turf stadium, and, you know, there shouldn't be any. I mean, it's baseball played on grass, you know. But I, I don't mean to be dismissive on either your question or the topic, since, like I said, other people asked it as well. I just feel right now on this Friday, May the 5th, 2023, there's a ball game tonight in Pittsburgh in the most beautiful stadium of any sport anywhere in the world on natural grass that's gorgeously manicured. And they're playing a different opponent, a different situation, a different atmosphere. I do believe that there's going to be more people at this game tonight than what you've seen uh, over the first few weeks. Go play ball. Go win a game. Don't worry about what cost you the last couple. You know, that's it. That's baseball. That's the whole Clint Hurdle showering well concept. It's not unique what Clint expressed. He just happened to do it more colorfully than anyone else, as was often the case with Clint. I'll be at the ballpark covering the game for DK Pittsburgh Sports, writing a column off of it, and this program will be back Monday, and it will come with a much cheerier disposition. 